We want to welcome you to the New Song Podcast, coming to you from beautiful Colorado Springs. We love receiving your prayer requests and comments at newsongcs.com. Thanks for listening as Pastor Stephen Hibden shares an encouraging word of God's love. If it was just a history book, you don't relate with it. You just read it and you say, that was nice. Thank you for reading. No, this is actually relatable to us. You were smiling. Were you telling a joke or were you thinking that I was enjoyable to listen to, Elijah? Thanks. Thanks, Elijah. I appreciate it. It says this, that the, in chapter 5 of John, verse 3, there was a great number of people that were sick, blind, lame, and paralyzed. A great number of them. I want you to relate with them. You might say, well, I'm not blind. Well, maybe you are blind in some way. Maybe you're not lame. Maybe you are lame in some ways. I know my kids tell me I'm lame sometimes. You might be uh, disabled in, in, in real ways. But this is, this is uh, I want you to relate with this spiritually today. It says, there was a great number of people sick, blind, lame, paralyzed. One who was even sick for 38 years. And here was this big pool. I was weird. I, I, don't, I don't even know how to explain it in the Bible. But there was this pool, and everyone would come to this pool. It was called Bethsaida. And they would come here, and then at a certain time, if they touched the water, they would get healed. I don't know if there was a, like an endorsement by Jesus that just said, come to this pool because I'm not in your area very much. Come here, you'll get healed if you come. But I don't know how it happened, but people would come to the pool. And the thing is, a lot of them were sick and paralyzed and blind and deaf, and it was hard for them to get to the pool, like us. Like sometimes it's hard for us. I don't even know if this is even a part of the... I'm going to just try to sum up our, the sermon in this because this is just something that the Lord just gave me. And it's, it, and, and it's not easy to get to the pool sometimes. And maybe 2018 has been a time where... But every time I try to get close to that pool, something happens and I don't get in. Now it's 2019 and I'm still sick, disabled, paralyzed, blind, deaf. And I want you to know today, and you say, well, you're a teenager. Well, I'm not any of those. I just got a C on my test. That's the worst I've done. Well, let me tell you, God wants you to, well, this is what happens next. This is what happens next. 38 years, this, this person got a C on their test, got a D on their test, and Jesus said to them, I skip to the next chapter. When Jesus saw him, 38 years he had been lame and invalid. When Jesus, was li- when Jesus saw him lying there, he learned that he had been in this condition for a long time. And he asked him a simple question, do you want to get well? And I would ask you the same today. Jesus would ask us all. Jesus asked me, do you want to get well? I would say yes. Do you want to get well? You want to be well this, this, this next year? Say yes. I, that's, that's because I told you to, but I think you do want to be well. I have, sir, he said, the problem is I don't have anyone to help me get into the pool. The water all of a sudden gets supernatural and it's stirred and people touch it and they get healed. But I see, I got this problem. I can't get to it because I'm, because of the same reason I can't get to it because I'm invalid. And he says, when I'm trying to get in, someone else gets in right ahead of me. Oh man, this person gives their testimony. Well, God blessed me with $8 million this year. Praise the Lord. Well, how come he doesn't bless me, right? And, and this is what Jesus says to him. Get up, pick up your mat, and walk. At once the man was cured. He picked up his mat and walked. 
And I want to say to you today, I want to say to all of us today, Jesus is no different. Jesus Christ, every Foursquare church that I've been to, almost everyone has something uh, up above, and we can't do it right here because you can't see up above, and it says, what does it say, Elijah? It says what? Oh, it's right in the back. It's right in the back there. It says, Jesus Christ is different today than he was yesterday. No, it says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever, Hebrews 13, 8. I was on one of my first verses I memorized as a kid while I'd sleep on the second row, looking at that every week. Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. And there's weird, it's weird because it doesn't have commas in the places I think it should have commas. I don't know if anyone's ever thought about that. But 2018 is over. Well, thank you. I'm glad I came to church to hear that. 2018 is over, but for some of you, it was a good year. Some of you, it was a great year. Some of you, it was a year of blessing. Some of you, it was a year that you're glad to say goodbye to. And today I want to talk not about the past. I want to prepare and inspire you for 2019. Amen? Because Jesus would say to you, get up, pick up your mat, and just would you just walk already? I have done everything that you need so that you can walk. Would you just live in the blessing I have prepared for you? Would you live in the healing that I have given you? And I say, I say this not talking uh, over positively. I don't know if that's even a phrase, but to talking uh, uh, positive thinking. No, it's, it's called faith. And faith is a substance. It's real. It's like an anchor. It's a hope for your soul. In a, in a month, we're going to have a week called Hope Week. It's one of my favorite weeks at church where we, where we get together almost every single day of that week. And we do something to celebrate the hope that we have, that it's a real thing, that you can touch it, that it's a noun. It's not just something that's mystical. There is hope for us. And you say, and you, you see, I tend to... Uh, Believe that God is a prophetic God. Why do I believe this? Because he wrote this. And I, I've heard this before somewhere, that um, the whole first half of this book is about the second half of this book. If you really understand the Bible, you will see almost the entire thing fits together. Written by 40 different authors over a million years, right? A long time in all kinds of different countries. Yet it all seems to work together because God is a prophetic God. And then the last book, Revelation, is about forever. It's about everything that's going to happen after that. And God wants to be prophetic to us today. He always has a plan. He always has a future. He always has blessing in store for you. And this is the word picture that God gave me for for. Maybe not necessarily the whole year. Maybe take it for January all the way to December. But certainly for right now. And that is the word picture of a tailwind. It doesn't work for a series to call it tailwinds. We, we were, I worked on all kinds of graphics and it didn't look good. It's just that word is a weird word. Tailwind? What does it mean? Tailwind. Maybe it's just a word just for today. Just for this month. But I know it's for... A number of you, and I believe it could be for all of us. Because why would God waste his time with just, he would waste his time with one person, but I don't believe that's, I believe you're here on purpose today because it's for you, Eddie. It's for you, Nate. It's for you, Joe. It's for you, Nate. I said it again. It's for you, my brother. Even though your team lost last night and my team lost, we can still propel forward. And this is the word, tailwind. 
tailwind in the airline business. It's not a headwind. A headwind, not a head wound, a headwind causes your flight to come in late. No one likes to hear that there was a headwind. A tailwind in the airline business is this. A wind that blows in the direction you are going and increases your speed and reduces the time required to reach a destination. Are you listening? Stay awake. Listen, listen again. A tailwind is a wind that blows in the direction you are going and increases your speed and reduces the time required to reach your destination. Can I pull a TD Jakes today and say this? Can I declare over somebody in the room today? Over somebody, who is it? That a tailwind is coming your way. And it's not going to be in December. It's right now. A tailwind is coming your way. Thank you, my sister. Can somebody say amen? Because this is a word that you have to receive in faith. It's not a word, most any word that you, you hear, is not something that um, just automatically you believe. It isn't. Faith comes by hearing the word of God, but, but you ha the hearer has to be in a place to receive it. If I was to give a hundred dollars, and I have it right here, I don't usually have a hundred dollars in my pocket, but if I was to give you a hundred dollars, you're like, oh, I please let this illustration be for me. <laughs> <laughs> if I was to give you a hundred dollars, you would have to actually take it and put it in your pocket. You wouldn't say, oh yeah, I believe it. Thank you. Thank you for giving me the hundred dollars. That was great. You take it. So take this. A tailwind is coming your way. 2018 may have been slow. 2018 might have not seen the fruit that you desired to see. Well, I'm, a, I'm called to be a pastor. I'm called to be a doctor. I'm called to be smart. <laughs> and I'm still not smart. I don't know what's going on. I don't have much time with you today, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just close this up. But I, I have a, we're going to share th through this month about this. It may have been a difficult, unfruitful, slow year, but a wind is blowing and it's not a headwind. Sure, there may be reasons for 2018 to be hard. And I want to say to you today, it may have been a year of preparation for someone in the room. It may have been a year of discipline for someone. Maybe it was a year that you were supposed to learn some lessons. Hopefully you learned those lessons. This year you're not going to have to go back and learn them because God will make sure you learn them because he's always working. I know I had one of the worst times in, in, a, in one of my areas that where I ministered for a while at one church. It was such a tough year. But you know what came out of those five years is that I can get through a lot more things than I could have ever got through without those times. And maybe this year has been a year of just attack from the enemy. It's nothing that God has done. I promise you that whether God did it or whether the enemy did it, God can always make this next year work towards good because of what you learned experience is not nothing so like, oh, I had this experience so it will help you it'll get you forward the Israelites the perfect example they walked through the desert 40 years they should have just got there in like three days or something it was ridiculous how long it should but it took them a long time because they weren't ready to fight their enemies yet because they had to get to a certain place and maybe you're at that certain place. I believe this year will be a year that he won't be working on you. He's just going to be using you to do some amazing things. 
Maybe your 2018 was a year of wandering in your desert. It's like, oh my gosh, how long is this going to take? I just can't seem to get to the end. You said there's a promised land for me. Yeah, I don't believe that. Yes, there is a promised land and it's real and God has promises and they always come true. Maybe your dad's promises didn't come true, but your dad's, God, your father, they always come true. Well, I don't believe you. Well, see, I promise you, if you give them a little bit of faith, you give them a little bit of hope, this year it's going to come through. Our trip this last, last week to Arizona, we were on our way home. And um, we took we used Siri, and I knew that to get from Phoenix to here, you take the two sev- uh, the seventeen or whatever some stuff. And um, Cynthia knows by heart how to go, but I said, well, let's see what Siri says. Siri told us to go a different way. And after about we left about five in the morning, and about seven in the morning, we realized we had gotten not any farther than we had when we left Phoenix at five in the morning. And there's nothing more frustrating than going two hours and not getting anywhere it is the worst it was so defeating it was not it's not the worst thing in the world but it felt like it I felt hopeless I felt angry and I felt like I wanted to blame someone and you know who was to blame it was me because Cynthia said we'll take the 17 north I said well we're gonna take it south because this has got another way it's gonna save us 20 minutes and it didn't and we're in the middle of it and I don't know what God was trying to teach us about our marriage that we needed to fight more or something but we fought because we went up this road about 20 minutes we turned we had to turn around and go back the other way it was still dark we were it was five in the morning we go for a while then we turn back around and go back the other way then I scream at Cynthia and say don't you know how to read Siri and then I read it and then it says we got to go back the uh, was the worst (laughs) the thing is we were still a little bit closer to home when it all was said and done we weren't fully two hours we were an hour and a half we, had, we were an hour and a half away instead of two. Anyways, the point is we were closer. And let me tell you today, you are closer to home. You are closer to home. Maybe you're looking for home. This is not a message about a, a church, about a, a home, but maybe your home, you haven't, haven't found it yet. Maybe you haven't found your home at home. And God says, you're closer. I want to I wanna call you home. I know I just had you leave, but could you come back up and play something for us as we close. We're closing our service today. I don't want you to have to stay longer than you need to. I I don't believe, I believe that sermons can be eternal without being forever, without being everlasting. I wish that, wish that my dad would have known that, but (laughs) I'm giving him a really hard time today. He's probably going to listen to this and I, and he knows I'm joking, but there's three scriptures I want to share with you here. They are and then I'm going to exegete them, and we're going to spend about one hour on each scripture. That's what we do here. You're going to love it. It's going to be great. No, I'm going to close with these scriptures. It's The first one is, uh, is Philippians 1.6. They're all well known, and it says this. In the English Standard Version, it says, I am sure of this, that he who began a good work in... Put your name in there. Would you say your name? He who began a good work in... Patrick... We'll bring it to completion at the day of Christ. He will bring it to completion. And the day of Christ doesn't necessarily mean when you get to heaven. That's an encouragement. It could be today. He could bring it to completion. The next one is this. Matthew 6.33 says, Seek second Jesus, the church, going to church, giving, serving in church, the kingdom of God. Seek it second. First, 
Seek all the things you want. Right, Patrick? Is that what it says? What does it say? It says, seek what? First. Would everybody say first? Would everybody put a number one up? And don't use the wrong finger. Put number one up. Seek first his kingdom. Seek first his kingdom. Seek first his kingdom. Well, I did this last year, and I wandered in the desert for an entire year when I should have gotten to the other side of the street in one day. Were you seeking first? Were you seeking first? Yes, I was. I was seeking first in January, and then February came along, and I said, seeked? Seeked? Is that a word? I seeked him. I sought him. Thank you teacher I sought him first for the first part of February and then the second part I sought him second and then I brought it back to first because our church had an every one Sunday I came back and I sought him first and then I went you know what I'm saying a whole roller coaster it says seek first Jesus seek him first in your schooling in your work in your marriage in your life in your service in your giving and what does it say will happen? All these things will be added to you. I would love to see a church that actually did that for a whole day. <laughs> I would love to see a church that did that not just on Sunday, but every day. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you like to be that person? Well, you know what, Pastor? This last year, I, I sought him first, and look what happened. And then the last one is this, 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Would you stand with me? Therefore, if anyone is a, in Christ, everybody say Christ. You tell me how to say a lot of things today. Well, thank you, for, thank you for listening. But anyone who is in Christ, he is, no matter what it looks like, no matter what it looks like, he is a new creation. The old has passed. The new has come. How many have ever been on an airplane before? Raise your hand. Most of you stay. How many have ever been on an airplane and you hear the captain say, I've never done this, but I'm going to try to be the captain. Uh, uh, this is the captain speaking. People say I sound like a girl on the phone, so I'm trying to... <clears throat> we are flying at 40,000 feet. Winds out of the east. A clear evening. It looks like we're going to have a great flight. I don't know what they say. And it looks like we are going to make up some lost time because we have a tailwind tonight, thankfully. And so I know that we left 30 minutes late, but we are going to get in 30 minutes early. We are going to make up some lost time. And the crowd cheers. I want to tell you today, your captain... Oh, Captain, would say to you, it looks like you're going to make up some lost time. This year, today, this month, this week, in your marriage, in your schooling, in your work, in your walk. Oh, this is a new one. In your walk with Jesus, you're going to make up some lost time. God would say to someone today, you may feel like a spiritual, like you're spiritually sick, invalid, or depressed, paralyzed, whatever. You can make it to the water because Jesus would say to you, get up, take up your bed, and walk. We're going to talk in the 
weeks to come about how to do this. Not, not in a super practical way of, uh, you know to read your Bible, pray, go to church. But how do you walk in your calling? When you walk in your calling, it feels like the wind is at your back and you're running. Eric Liddell in that movie that nobody's seen in this room, Chariots of Fire. Anyone still around that saw that movie? I saw it and fell asleep. But I know that he said this. Let me say the quote. And he said it in an English accent. That's something I can do. He said this. I believe God made me for a purpose, but he also made me fast. And when I run, I feel his pleasure. I don't run anywhere and feel his pleasure. But when you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, you will feel his pleasure. We're going to talk about how do you do this where you, instead of feeling like, oh man, I can't do what, more than one lap. I, I, I just want to stop. That you, you get on that first lap, that second lap, that third lap, and you feel God's pleasure as you run because you're right in the center of where he's called you to be. Would you bow your heads with me? Lord, we declare for this next year, blessing. We're not going to take a long time with this, but if you're in the room, and I would venture to say everyone would be here with this, and I'm not going to make you do anything that you don't want to do, but could I close this service with a prayer from the front? What I wanted to do is say, if you need this year, if you need to dedicate this year to God in a new way, if you want to see the tailwind and not the headwind, if you want to see um, 2019 be a year of blessing, would you come forward? I believe that would be everyone in the room. So would you all just get out of your seats? This will make the service go real quick because we won't take time for an altar call. You just all come out of your seats. There's a lot of room on this side, a lot of room on this side. You can come all the way up to the third row. If you're already in the um, right around there, you can just stay where you're at. You're good. But fill in all the way. In a few months, I believe the tailwind will cause us to not have room in the front to do this. But we do have the room right now. You know, at Christmas time, we uh, tripled. So not important, but it's, it's fun to hear. We tripled our attendance of any other month. Just at December is amazing. There's a tailwind coming at our church, but I, I don't want to see it just in attendance. I want to see it in our spiritual walk. I want to see it in our marriages. I want to see it in our finances. I want to see it in our health. All those areas. All right, we're going to say this prayer together. Would you say this with me? Heavenly Father, come before you in Jesus' name. And I ask that this year would be a year of newness. Let the tailwind follow me. Let your blessing follow me. Now I declare over every person in this room, I thank you for their faithfulness to be here today. Although there's so much more you've called us to do than just show up for church. Lord, I pray for everyone that you would give them a new perspective, a fresh vision for their calling, for their sweet spot, for that place that you know they're supposed to be, that center of your will. I pray that this month we would uh, discover again or we would realize or we would be reminded of where our sweet spot lies, that we would get into that space, that our vision, that our, that our passion, that our calling, that what we're good at that what we like, love to do would all come into alignment 
right into the sweet spot where we glorify you like we've never glorified you before. We thank you for that in Jesus' name. Thanks for listening today. Remember, God wants to do the impossible through you and me. We encourage you to become a deeper part of what we are doing. Visit us at newsongcs.com and become a giver to the New Song Foundation and an investor in bringing this message of Jesus across the world. God bless you. Thank you.